On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, what is Doc Rivers' relationship with 76ers fans? It's a very interesting one, and Keith and I break it down as we lead into Sixers Pistons tonight as we discuss it all right here next, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA. And welcome. You are locked on 76ers. I'm Devon Givens from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia alongside my co-host and partner. As always here, as we get ready to talk some hoops, Keith Pompey from the Inquire.com, the great Sixers beat writer that he is. What's going on, Keith? What's popping, D? How you doing, man? Uh, not much, man. All is good on this Wednesday. We get closer and closer to the big day, not the Sixers basketball. Well, they, they do actually play on the big day, Christmas. Uh, we get closer and closer to Christmas, Sixers and Knicks uh, on that day. So, yeah, man, all is good, man. Some last-minute stuff, running around, getting some things that I know I should have gotten a little bit earlier. But isn't that the way to go? It's the way to go. Everybody does it. I'm not alone. You know I'm right, people. You're doing the I same. Didn't, I didn't even start yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the first person that I've heard say that. So, well, as you guys are riding around listening, doing your shopping, thank you for making Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76 is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76 is. We'll begin with Doc Rivers and his relationship with the Philadelphia 76ers Fans will also talk about the keys to the game as the Sixers host the Detroit Pistons in game six of the seven-game homestand, looking to improve their record to 6-0 and at home and uh, get ready for the final one on Friday against the Los Angeles Clippers. But, Keith, you've been around him more than I have, and I've had my share of conversations with him. Uh, but I also talked to a lot of people about Doc Rivers here in Philadelphia with the radio show. And he has a unique relationship with the fan base here in town. He has had a 50-win season with this basketball team. He has had a number one seed in the Eastern Conference, has gotten him to the second round of the playoffs, like his uh, predecessor, Brett Brown, with this basketball team. Uh, but he seems to have a, a really interesting, um, kind of toxic relationship with the fan base. And they after well, this is his third year, correct? Uh, they after three years now are two years in the books going into his third year. There are a lot of them that are fed up with him, but there are also who are still in his corner and basically say, give him some time. But you better get past the second round or else. What do you feel the relationship is with Doc Rivers and the Sixers fans? I mean, that's a great question. I, I think it's a tough one. Um you know, I think that, like, I don't have a problem with Doc. I know some people think I do. Maybe we we do. Um, but, you know, I, I, I 
you've had your nice share of back and forths. Yeah, yeah, we had our back and forth. But you yeah. know what? I gotta ask questions. Um, you know, you he, he understands that, but at the same time, he has to protect his team or whatever. I think the thing with Doc is though, when it comes down to fans, is that I feel like the perception or the persona, like it kind of, you know, you you think of Doc Rivers, you think of uh, Greg Popovich, you think of several other coaches who are household names and had success. And I felt like that people put Doc up on a pedestal when he was hired. They were so excited. And then the one thing that you alluded to was, hey, um, you know, championships. You know, Brett Brown only got to the second round. Doc Rivers has only gotten to the second round. But I also think that it's a matter of knowing your fan base. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, when Doc Rivers, I remember his first introductory press conference, and some Sixers fans were like, yo, what's up with this dude? Was because he was taken up for Ben Simmons. You know, basically let telling people, we don't know what we're saying, what we're seeing. And people were like, yo, hold up, man. Like, we've been seeing this for like the last three years. What are you talking about? And I feel like that with Doc, it's kind of like a can't win situation at times because what he wants to do is he wants to protect his players and they'll say stuff. And you and I will look at it like, man, he didn't mean that. He's just protecting players. He's like lying for them or doing this and that. Well, the fan doesn't let that go. And, and nor should they, or maybe, you know, they have a right to feel what they want, but at the same time, they like listen to it and they're like, what you mean, dude? Like Joel Embiid will have 15 turnovers. And he was like, oh, no, nah, he was just trying to help his teammates out. Like it's always something. And I feel like the fan base don't want to hear that. And then they get upset with them. And then, you know, there's, there's sometimes there's a back and forth with media members. But again, he's trying to get the positive out and the fan doesn't want to hear that because in this market, let's face it, it's all about keeping it 100, being real with people, and they respect you for that. And when you start, you know, protecting the players or or, 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 or saying something that may not be true just to get the message across, it just doesn't work out well in Philadelphia. The, the one thing that I, I know about this fan base is they feel like they're an intelligent fan base. And the one thing that Doc Rivers talks about is, hey, I've coached in Boston, very similar to Philadelphia. I've been in Los Angeles. I've been in some tough cities. And just because you have, in my opinion, have been in these tough cities, every city, though, uh, is different, uh, even though you may have some very similar uh, traits about them when it comes to their fans and, and how locked in they are. Every city is different and you should treat them differently uh, when it comes to that. I don't know what he was like in L.A. and I don't know what he was like in Boston. But the one thing for me as he settled in here and we all looked to give him a chance was the fans felt like they were talking down to them. So uh, that he was talking down to them and not recognizing that as he is speaking through the media that they are intelligent and know what they're talking about when you reference the ben simmons part of it i was with them because i didn't understand why he wouldn't at least listen to what was being asked instead of jumping out and and saying some of the things that he did in fact say where you guys don't know what you're talking about 
Oh, you want me to bench him in the fourth quarter and take him out of the game? Yeah, I'm not doing that. And then eventually he had to bench him in the fourth quarter in in certain spots because of the lack of free throw shooting that he that he would t- not take or or make, and and then also not you know being aggressive going to the basket. So it's been a, it's been an interesting one, and and fans already want him out after year number two, and a lot of it is because of that part. And he hasn't done anything that Brett Brown hasn't already done, which is moved on past the second round. Both teams have had injuries. Both coaches have had injuries and, and all. Uh, but I have defended him also in a ways that, hey, I thought he was coach of the month, the one month, you know, that year that they won the 72-game season. They had the, the uh, number one seed. I thought he was fantastic, especially in the month of January. I think they had like three losses in the month of January. I thought he's been good in a lot of spots, and I do defend Doc Rivers, but I do also understand some of the frustration that comes from the fan base and, and where where they feel like their voice isn't being heard. Not that Doc Rivers has to do anything that they ask of, of him as a coach, but to just simply respect them you know, for who they are as basketball fans and understanding what this team is and what some of the players are, especially the players that were here before he he got here. So. It's an interesting one, and I do have a follow-up question with you, Keith, which is what can he do to win over the fans? And uh, I'll I'll pitch that to you when we get back on the other side as we uh, discuss Doc Rivers, his relationship with the 76ers fans. He's 17 and 12, and even after wins, when they blow a lead, they're on him. So we're talking about the relationship, Doc Rivers, Sixers fans, right here on Locked On 76ers. But as we talk about that, sometimes – it makes you need need to talk to somebody, Keith, like they'll talk to us. Now, we're not licensed professionals in terms of uh, being able to talk to you like a therapist. But sometimes on my show, I do have therapy sessions when it gets really bad for the 76ers. Uh, but in this particular case, uh, we do have once again, our show, the 70, Locked On 76ers is sponsored by BetterHelp. And the reason why I wanted to talk to you about it is because There are times even around the holidays where you may feel a little down because you couldn't do the things that you wanted to do for your family. Maybe some work things, some relationship things that are really bothering you and uh, you're unable to speak to anybody close to you about them. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with the user manual. Sometimes when it's not working for you, it's very normal to feel stuck and navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, as I mentioned, relationship or even becoming a parent, things can get rough. And therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. So as we talk about better help here, and maybe you need to speak with someone as the world's largest therapy service, better help has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, plus it's affordable. All you have to do, just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be any simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash NBA. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash NBA. 
Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And make sure to check out Locked On Sports Today, the biggest stories around the sports world in less than 20 minutes, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today, available on the YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, Locked On 76ers. That's Keith Pompey. I'm Devon Givens. Keith, as we talked about Doc and his unique relationship with the 76ers fan base, what can he do to maybe win them over outside of winning a championship? I know that's the number one answer. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. All right, well, I mean, listen, go ahead. I mean, I mean, he has to get out of the second round. I mean, he has to. He has to get to at least to the conference championship. Um you know, because outside of that, no matter what, I mean, people look at him right now, and you said something early on. They look at him in the same class as Brett Brown. I mean, Brett Brown was a rookie coach, excuse me, a rookie head coach who um, who who took over, who inherited a tanking team, a team that was tanking. And he got to game sevens in the second round. Well, Doc Rivers got the game seven in the second round. The difference was Brett Brown's team was the team on the road where Doc Rivers' team had the number one record in the Eastern Conference. So I feel like in order for him to get people off his back is at least you got to get to the conference uh, finals. And and even if you don't win, you got to put up a pretty good showing because right now what they're going to look at it as and say, yeah, you got Harden, you have Maxi, you have Embiid. You have a fourth option in Tobias right now. So people are going to look at it like it's not the coach, it's the players. You know, but, you know, if if, if he has a little uh, success, um, you know, like, or, you know, if he, if he, if he uh, makes some great coaching moves and does some other things like that, yeah, they'll get off him. But, you know, heck, he can't say I won – the number I'm the number one team in the East. Now you already done that, brother. They, they the people ain't worrying about that. Did you ask Pop that question, Keith? <laughs> I mean, I would, but you know what? In the way that was funny. It, that yeah, that was kind of low. But in in a way, that was kind of sort of like I understand where he was saying. I mean, it sounded crazy. Yeah, and it became a great soundbite. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, or you know, when you look at it, I think he he even addressed that. He, did. he said it would have been one of those things if you would have asked another coach. And in a way, I thought he felt like the guy was taking a shot at him. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? This and that. Um, I mean. We even have one here on the uh, sound drop board that we have at the station where he's like, you don't know basketball. <laughs> yeah. Was that one to me? I don't I don't know if it was you. No, it might, I don't know if it was you. Uh, he just. It's funny though. It's funny because whenever it's funny, like whenever somebody asks a crazy question, sometimes he just stops and looks at me. Yeah, <laughs> like, he does. He does. Yeah. Oh, you notice? Uh huh. Yeah. You notice he'll like, he'll stop and he'll look at me, and I'm like, "It wasn't me, man. <laughs> Leave me alone." Yeah. But I don't think they're all stupid questions. I just think that you know sometimes, you know, he he has a job to do and he doesn't want drama like he wants everybody and and that's the thing i think that's where the fan base get a little upset because they like look bro we watched this game you're not going to tell us like i remember one time man this is true doc 
true doc. And and he does this. And 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 he'll get away with it because he's real uh charismatic. Like people in Philly, they, they don't get into it, but he like he can move a room. He really can. Yeah. And I remember, dude, it was this was during the uh <laughs> and I was cracking up, but this was during the um the uh COVID thing. So it was kind of like they didn't have the fans in the stands, whatever. So James Harden is the Brooklyn Nets come to town and he puts Ben Simmons on James Harden. James Harden only played three quarters. The game was like lopsided. They rested him the fourth. James Harden was going to business on Ben Simmons. Mm -hmm. Going to business on him. He shot five for six in the third, right? So he had 12 points because, yeah, he hit like, yeah, he won five for six, but he's good 12 points in the third. So after the game, um, guys is like, yo, what do you think? Uh, what do you think uh, Ben did to James? So Doc's like, he shut him down. So I'm like, huh? <laughs> now, I'm looking at, so everybody, all these reporters were like, yo, Doc said he shut him down. So, I'm assuming he shut him down. I'm like, yo, man, y'all can't listen to Doc, man. Like, look, I just saw what he saw. They like, he only had 12 points in the second half. I like, dog, he only played, he only played one quarter. What you talking about? Right. And the narrative was that Ben Simmons shut James Harden down. Doc won. So protecting, that's the thing. Like when huh? players, yeah. Protecting his players. And right. I'm telling you, James was giving them the business. Like, he couldn't stop him. He couldn't stop him. But he he said that with so much, it was like he said it so confidently, like they, he had people questioning themselves, yeah. like if they knew basketball or not, right? So they all wrote it. Not all of them, but a lot of them wrote it. And I was like, man, I can't believe y'all fell for it. But that's just Doc. That's Doc right there. Yeah, he says it with so much conviction. He doesn't change his facial expression. And he's like, yeah, I said it. Yeah, he shut him down. And, and that's what it is. That's what we saw. And that's how we're going to move forward with it. Yeah, it's a unique relationship. And a lot of it can be changed, of course, if he does, as you mentioned, move past that second round into the third and then eventually to the final round, which is the NBA Finals and helping them hoist that championship trophy and have the parade down Broad Street. So Plenty of basketball left to play, but it is certainly something to sit back and watch Doc Rivers and the fans as uh, he talks to the media and uh, talks to them through the media and the fans talk back to him, <laughs> social media, phone calls, emails, etc. So it, it's it's a wild one. So, uh, But he has a job to do uh, tonight, Keith, and that's against the Detroit Pistons. And the Sixers are on a season-long five-game winning streak, looking to extend it to six. And the Pistons are on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. So when you and I get back, as Doc Rivers has a job to do tonight, we have a job to do to help him out and put out the keys to the game. We know you watch, Doc. We know you're paying attention to what we say. So keys to the game coming up next right here, Locked On 76ers. Before we talk about the keys to the game, I want to talk about Bet Online, right? Why? Because Bet Online is, is the bomb. <laughs> BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season, 
to basketball, World Cup, we've got it all at Bet Online. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. No question. You might as well do it today. Got a basketball game tonight. You might as well go ahead and check it out and get involved in that one. All right, Keith, keys to the game for this one tonight. Uh, 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 Pistons team that's not very good, as we know, at the bottom of the Eastern Conference standings. Second night of a back-to-back. What do you think the Sixers' job here tonight is against this Pistons squad? Show up healthy. Don't have it. Don't get in a car accident on the way there. Don't get stuck in a traffic jam. So it's like, it's like nah. I mean, I, I think they what they need to do is they need to, like, come out aggressive. They need to come out aggressive and, and like, try to pit Detroit out of his misery early. But then don't back down. Just keep coming and coming and coming. I think that's what it is. See, the, the problem with the Sixers is, in my opinion, the keys are the last two games, I think, like, they overlooked their opponent a little bit. You know what I mean? And they played down. They can't They can't afford to do that. Now they can't afford to look past them. But in regards to it, I feel like the keys are the same stuff. They got to have the ball movement. You know, when Joel gets it, you got to try to make sure that Joel has a phenomenal game you know, get him involved. You also can't go away from Tobias Harris. But I honestly think that as long as the Sixers show up and everyone shows up who's healthy, I think that they'll get this victory. Yeah, I just go out there and, as you talked about, create the uh, correct the mistakes from the last game where they shot 40% but still won the game. And go out there and stomp on this team and not let them up. Again, the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, if I want to get deeper into it, stop the ball penetration from Jay Nivey, the rookie, talented rookie from Purdue. Uh, he is very fast. He has a quick first step. He's very aggressive, likes to get to the basket. So I'd imagine they're going to put DeAnthony Melton on him. It's just a matter of when they try to make those switches and maybe have James Harden wind up on that switch on Jay Nivey. Got to make sure that you stay in front of that guy and keep him out of the paint. Also, Bogdanovich, I wanted the Sixers to go after him once the Utah started blowing their team up and starting to dismantle. I wanted them to go get Bogdanovich because the scorer that he is, the shooter that he is. thought he would fit perfectly with Embiid, Harden, and Maxi, and even Tobias Harris if he was able to stick around uh, if that was going to be you know part of that deal. But uh, you got to stay with him because he can still shoot that basketball even on a bad team like Detroit. They have some active young bigs. With uh, Jalen Duran, we know about Isaiah Stewart and and those types of players. So just go out there and, um, again, just be ready. Go out there, be ready. Don't underestimate your opponent and put them away early. And as you talk about in the last podcast, make sure you can get some rest in the fourth quarter because the game will be out of hand. They're very well coached by Dwayne Casey, and you just have to do some fundamental stuff and not looking past your opponent tonight. And be your feast. Harden should have his way. Tobias Harris is playing well. We'll see what De'Anthony Melton does defensively against the rookie and slowing their offense down and keeping him also out of the paint, looking for those interior buckets or the passes out to the three-point line of Bogdanovich and others. So those are my keys. Yeah, yeah. Well, the key is, like I said, come to get 
come to the game sober, no <laughs> drinking before the game, <clears throat> and don't get caught in traffic. All that whole nine, they should be good. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan, man. Well, listen, uh, we appreciate everybody hanging out with us here on Locked On 76ers on this Wednesday. We get ready for the Sixers and the Pistons tonight. Thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen today. Now make your make Locked On Sports Today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports Today podcast available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Keith, do you mind letting the good people know where they can find us? Yeah, wherever you get your podcast, you can also get this podcast. When you um, go to the YouTube channel, make sure you click on the Liberty Bell, and then all of a sudden you become a new subscriber. But also what you need to do is make sure you listen to these show, The Divine Giving Show on 97.5 FM tonight from 6 to midnight. You can also follow D on Twitter at Divine G, um, Divine G, um, nine seven five. But also with tonight on the radio is going to be around the game. So what's going to happen is he's going to come on before the game, then you'll listen to the game, and then as soon as the game is over, where he's going to come right back on, right? So that's what you need to do. But also follow me on. at the Inquirer, the Philadelphia Inquirer, inquirer.com, or you can follow me on, on Twitter at Pompey on Sixes. All right. Well, Keith, enjoy the game tonight, man. We'll be talking, of course, after re- breaking it down, recapping everything that took place. Everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Thanks for listening while you're out there shopping, getting those last-minute gifts like me and Keith. Thank you. Peace. Peace. <laughs>